0: The following podcast contains swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion.
1: Hi, guys, I'm Josh. I'm Kate. And welcome to Pilot Era, the show where you know you're only watching because you can't be watching TV right now.
0: <laughs> so, this week we're going to be covering the pilot of the Mick. But first of all we'll do our little weekly update of what we've been watching and what we've been up to. The segment that everyone looks forward to the PLL update. Everyone? (laughs) I look forward to it. Okay. This week the episode was actually quite disappointing. No good reveals. We did find out that Lucas didn't know that Cece slash Charlotte was Charles and kept in touch with her via email. Um, We also found out that He sort of thought that he was responsible for the girls getting tortured because he was emailing Charlotte, telling her all about how Alison was treating him and the others just stood back and watched and didn't really do anything to help him out. So he feels quite responsible for them getting treated so badly. The only good part of the episode really was this fantastic dark aria scene where she destroyed the Emerson nursery and she got this big bucket of fake blood and was just throwing it everywhere and smashing stuff up. And it was, it was just fantastic. I really enjoyed that. I love anything to do with Arya being A. but Yeah, so hopefully there's a, there's a few more reveals in the next episodes. Because there's only like four episodes to go. What am I going to do with myself?
1: Something better. <laughs> Live your life. Yeah.
0: Last week I said that I was reading A Handmaid's Tale. I wanted to uh, read the book before I watched the show. I finished it now. And I really want to watch the show. And I think we should do an episode on that. Perhaps, yeah' the first episode of that. Now I'm reading these new books called The Ugly Series. I'm on book two now. Basically, it's about this, it's like a dystopian world. Another one of those, because I love those. Where when you turn 16, you get this surgery that turns you pretty. So everyone looks the same. So it's supposed to eradicate, you know, racism and all that.
1: By being racist.
0: Yeah, it's super weird. Because when I first started reading it, I was like oh this would make a really good tv show and when i thought about it i was like oh it would be pretty awkward to get this right and i think it would just end up being really offensive
1: it would not work now
0: yeah because everyone gets made like the same skin color and everything Ugh. and it would it, yeah i think it would just offend everyone what have you been watching this week josh
1: what are we watching we're still sticking with the old classics we're both pretty excited because ink master starts up again in two days now two days that'll be bad for the old wallet
0: Gonna encourage us to get more tattoos. Always does. Not that I need much help in that department.
1: No, apparently not. I just got got, a brand new one.
0: Yeah, I just got a new tattoo yesterday. It's our cat Ophelia in a Yu Gi Oh style. So she's got anime Yu Gi Oh eyes and she's wearing the Millennium Ring necklace. It's pretty cool.
1: It's actually probably one of the best tattoos I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) Shout out to Ethan Langford for this awesome tattoo.
1: Tattoo shout outs now. That's good. (laughs) Episode two. This week we also watched The Train to Busan, was pretty great.
0: I think it's the best zombie film I've ever seen. My favourite one before this would have been 28 Weeks Later.
1: Okay. Beats Shaun of the Dead, I guess, for me.
0: Was that your favourite one before this? Yep. <laughs> it's a Korean film. Yeah. So we watched it. It's on Netflix, so you should check it out. So it's got subtitles, so you have to read the subtitles, but... <laughs> But it's really action-heavy, so it doesn't really matter that it's got subtitles.
1: No, and you never know really what's happening. There's no story, I guess. No.
0: Well, it's a zombie film. There's no, there's never really any plot.
1: Well, sometimes there is. Like, you know, these people are trying to get to this place, and it can be quite long and trying to find somewhere safe, and this is not that long. So it's a train ride. The movie is the length of a train ride.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just it's... very different from any zombie film I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it's all set on a train. And people sort of said, Oh, you know, snakes on a plane, zombies on a train yeah. yeah. But I thought it was really unique and very exciting. It was very good. I was kind of just screaming, like not not in a scared way, but like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> you were disappointed about that one missed opportunity.
0: Oh so yeah. There's one that. point where there's sort of a fire and there were zombies trapped in this train and I really wanted some of them to break out and be on fire and just start chasing people on fire but that didn't happen i was really disappointed about that so if we ever make a zombie film we're having zombies on yeah. fire
1: but essentially no zombies on fire is the only disappointment in this yeah. entire film so there's,
0: there's so many good shots of just piles of zombies yeah i, I just love it when there's multiple like world war z how mm-hmm. they have those huge piles of them that pile up to try and climb up things
1: yeah
0: it, so it was like that but looked because in World War Z, it looks so CGI. Yeah. But this seemed like it was all real people. Yeah. It was really cool.
1: It was really good. The other thing from this week is that I went to JB Hi Fi and spent way too much money.
0: As always. As always,
1: yeah. And when you're forced to be in there for more than an hour, like, <laughs> it's not my fault. So now we've got purchased uh, the movie Whiplash, which we really need to watch. Very excited about watching that. Also got Tusk. <laughs> For when we feel in the mood for watching that Probably never Probably just sit on the shelf and stay in the plastic Until we're dead
0: I'm not excited to watch that (laughs) I think it's a bit messed up isn't it
1: Yeah And I also purchased a film Which is apparently one of Netflix's hidden gems A friend that I work with actually Told me that her friends wrote and directed it It's called Turbo Kid So I'm pretty excited to watch that as well Bit of a dystopian Meets sci-fi Low grade gore heavy (laughs) Love sort much. of silly film. And I bought the first 10 seasons of South Park. So now I'm unable to feed myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm having to pick up all the grocery bills now because you went and spent $200 in JV Hi-Fi.
1: Mate, I saved, in the long run, saved like $30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> $30. Yep, so it's
1: totally worth it.
0: And music news.
1: We're music news.
0: There's a few new things that have just come out recently. That's true. In Heart's Wake arc came out very good album it's been getting very good reviews and response
1: it's exactly what you want
0: yeah it's super solid yeah and looking forward to seeing them now because we've got tickets to see their show and obviously they'll be playing a lot of new stuff so that'll be really cool house first hurricane came out on Friday I haven't listened to it yet though yeah me neither but we will <laughs> and I also found out that there's a new pop- punk goes pop out coming soon
1: how exciting yeah. I
0: love it, so good. Um, Dance Gavin Dance did a track which I heard, well we both listened to it yesterday. Mm. Really cool, they covered a Bruno Mars song.
1: Yes, uh, interesting choice.
0: And the video was just, it was pretty funny because it's just stock video yeah. that you can get for free off the internet, just all mashed together.
1: Yeah, it was, um, that, that I appreciated, that I thought was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, it's pretty clever and it had like one of those watermarks across it as yeah, well. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. So it was pretty funny. Also, oh, Amity Affliction's doing a song on that as well. I can't remember what they're covering, but that'll be interesting to hear it. That's what I'll find
1: out. Move to the disappointing end of the music news.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pendulum are touring. And they're skipping Melbourne. Why? I don't know. They're not doing Sydney either.
1: Yeah, it's so strange.
0: So they're just doing, like, Perth, Adelaide, and some sort of regional
1: Those are not the places. Those are not the places.
0: Well, Perth is huge in music. But I don't understand Perth why
1: is you... Perth is big for drum and bass, apparently. Yeah, so, but I don't understand why not you... Not Melbourne?
0: Yeah, and why would you go to Adelaide as well?
1: <laughs> just full stop, ever. Not even as a band, just in general.
0: <laughs> That's pretty rough.
1: <laughs> That's what you were saying.
0: So we're we ready to jump into what we watched this week for the show?
1: Yeah, I think we are done Boring People.
0: Oh, I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> so The Mick. why did we choose this, Josh?
1: Because it's amazing.
0: Yeah, but why did we start watching it?
1: We're both huge fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you haven't seen that, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic show. It's been called the (laughs) anti-sitcom. Honestly, we don't have enough time for me to explain (laughs) what it is, but essentially it's about narcissistic people of all different kinds with basically unlimited money being able to do whatever they want. It's hilarious. It's probably one of the best shows on TV. From that show, one of Kate's favourite characters has got, not a spin-off, but a a separate show. But essentially she plays the same character.
0: Yeah, so it's Caitlin Olsen. She's fantastic, I love her. And her character in It's Always Sunny is called Dee Reynolds. And yeah, as Josh said, she's pretty much the same character in this, but I love that she has her own show because in It's Always Sunny, she is kind of put on the back burner a bit and it's all about the guys. Mm. She's the only woman in the show, like one of the main characters in It's Always Sunny. Charlie Day always gets all the attention, and um, Danny DeVito. Yeah, they're sort of the focus of it, and she's hilarious, and her bits are always the funniest, in my opinion. <laughs> but they don't really make use of her, so this is great. She's got her own show. This is actually written and created by some of the same people I think that do It's Always Sunny.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think they would have probably made the show with her in mind, and sort sort of thought we want to make a show with Caitlin Olsen
1: well, yeah, and make
0: a character for her. I'm just going to read out the IMDb synopsis. The short one is, A hard-living aunt is forced to take care of her wealthy sister's spoiled kids after the mum flees the country to avoid criminal charges. And it's got a 7.8 on IMDb. It's criminal. That's not very good, is it? No. So the first episode is just called Pilot. (laughs) And this has actually got an 8 out of 10, so a bit better than the overall. It is written by Dave Shernan, who's the creator. And directed by Randall Einhorn Horn. Dave Shernan, he was a producer on It's Always Sunny, and he hasn't really done anything else. <laughs> Shadow Glade, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, Shadow Glade Gangbanger One. Sounds a bit bit rough. So he's done, you can he, click so on he, it. <laughs> so, he's
1: done porn? Is that what we're saying?
0: No, it's about three police detectives that are supernatural beings. Hey, that sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> I'm just like supernatural, yes. Anyway, that's, this is not about Shadow Glade. <laughs> <yet>. Gangbanger. I <laughs> don't know what's going on there. So it stars obviously Caitlin Olsen. But I don't think you recognise anyone else in the cast, did you? No, really. Because I recognise one other person, and that's Sophia Black Delia. She is in Gossip Girl, so that's where I knew her from. And she's also in the US version of Skins. Okay. Yeah, she's one of the main characters in. US I did
1: recognise the kid who plays Chip, so that would be... What's he in? Um, He was in Preacher, I believe. Is he the and kid in Preacher? The kid in Preacher, yeah.
0: Thomas Barbuska. Yeah, he is. He's in Preacher. Yep. Oh man, I didn't even put that together. Boom. <laughs> Killed it.
1: That's right, mate.
0: Alright, so we watched the show. We've watched it a couple of times. Yep. We should probably say that we haven't just watched the pilot of this show.
1: No. This is, uh... We decided to do an episode of something that we really like, and... We decided to change up the format a bit. So we thought we'd try it with a, a show that we've already watched and we watched a few episodes forward and the last podcast was a bit drawn out. It was so long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it took seven hours to edit it because it's, we had about we had over two hours worth of audio, so
1: Yeah, it was a lot. So we thought we'd do it with a show that we've seen, a show that we like and we'd expect that now, unfortunately, you've got to do your homework <laughs> <laughs> and probably watch the show before you listen to the podcast would be good. Don't have to, but suggested. So the way we're going to do it this time is we thought that we'd maybe go through the episode maybe really quickly from start to finish and say just just the overall plot. plot. And then we just talk about each of our favourite scenes for a particular character.
0: Yeah. But did you want to say whether you would watch this show based on the pilot? Oh,
1: we're still watching it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: episode four is probably one of the best things I've ever seen in my life.
0: Which one's that one?
1: (laughs) I think, is it the party one? With the scream and the pony. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So good. It's uh, it's amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just watch the show.
1: Yes, that that blurs the line between acting and reality, really, doesn't it? (laughs) It's amazing.
0: So I would definitely watch the show based on the pilot. I actually laughed out loud probably about... How many times do you reckon? Six? You... I'm quite easily impressed, though, and I do laugh out loud quite easily.
1: Sometimes, but we made notes for this after watching it the third time yeah and you still thought it was hilarious <laughs> the third time we watched this episode
0: yeah i was still laughing i'm trying to write my notes and i'm laughing and i could keep up because i was just losing it <laughs> oh i just love it it's so funny it's super crude and a bit idiotic
1: yeah but in a cl- like it's not dumb no but like i think some people set up.
0: some people would say that it's just ridiculous and they don't enjoy it because they just think it's idiotic yeah but we like that kind of I like it when beat. it's
1: when it's stupid people written by clever people.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Is is fantastic. That's
0: exactly what the show is. That's a yeah. really good way to sum it up actually. I think we'll go through the characters now then. Okay. Oh yeah, we've got to talk about the plot first. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so essentially the plot is that Mackenzie, or Mickey, if you want to go through that, played by is going to her sister's house for a yearly Shindig that they have to try to get money out of her and her sister's husband is essentially arrested by the FBI and then Kaylin's forced to look after her sister's children
0: mm. so she's got three kids yeah like an older woman so she's probably she's in high school she's probably about 16 17 yeah Sabrina and then two younger boys and they're all just pretty fucking annoying aren't they <laughs> The other important characters would be Alba who's the housekeeper. Yep. And Jimmy who isn't actually that important in this episode. Nobody
1: has one of the best scenes in the episode so yeah. we have but to talk about Jimmy.
0: He's sort of her boyfriend. but Yeah. She she calls it, he's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's my guy.
1: So she won't admit that he's a boyfriend.
0: <laughs> so this episode is basically just you're meeting all the characters. And she's sort of having her first run ins with these kids. Yeah. And having to deal with like a separate issue with all three of them.
1: Yeah. For context, this family is rich and rich, 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 rich. Like...
0: Yeah, they're super rich. Yeah. They've got a really nice house with a massive pool, like a mansion. Yeah. And they've got their own housekeeper. Yeah. So we'll go through the characters then.
1: Go for it.
0: First one we've got here is Sabrina. So this is the daughter who's about 16, 17. Yep. She's one of those sort of fake humanitarian people. Yeah. You know those stuck up rich women who sort of fake that they're into humanitarian things to be cool? Yeah. So her whole plot line is based around trying to save this owl from her school.
1: Yeah. We're doing um, Lindsay from Arrested Development.
0: Oh yeah, you're right actually.
1: Yeah. But the younger version of that when yeah. they still had money.
0: So that's what she's <laughs> going to be like when she grows up.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: man, I love her so much. What's her name again? L- Lindsay. No, like the actor.
1: Oh, um, Portia de Rossi.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> she is so funny. I wish she made like a cameo in this show. I don't know how, but that would be pretty cool.
1: They'll, they might work it out.
0: But imagine those two together, Caitlyn Olsen and Portia de Rossi.
1: Be disturbing.
0: They'd be, pr- they're pretty different. So they, it could be some sort of weird rivalry plotline. Yeah, true. Spin-off. <laughs> Double We've got our spin-off. spin-off. We've spin-off. always got to talk about our spin-off. Spin-off, on, show.
1: spin-off number one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, back to Sabrina, there's this owl at her school that's like the mascot and she yep. wants to save it and release it into the wild because she thinks it's animal cruelty that they've got this owl at school. Mm-hmm. So that's her sort of plot line throughout the whole episode. The best part of the episode for me is actually the end scene. It's literally the last scene. She's tricked Mickey into going to this reserve yeah, where she thinks that Sabrina's going to be there releasing the owl. So she, ch- she sort of chases her to this reserve. And then gets a phone call from her. And Sabrina's like, what? I'm at a party. I'm not at the reserve. Yeah. And um, Mickey's like, oh, well, I thought you were coming here to release the owl. And she's like, check the trunk. And pops the trunk. And this owl like comes out of a tra- trunk and just attacks her face. Yeah. And then um, the last scene that I think is really funny. They're eating dinner. And Mickey's there. And she's covered in scratches and stuff. And they're just eating what looks like chicken. Yeah,
1: pulling and s- out chunks of her hair and, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, just she's, bleeding. she's
1: eating a hole in her cheek and, like...
0: And Sabrina's, like, tucking down on this chicken. It's like, this is great chicken. And what does Mickey say? She's
1: like... it's not chicken.
0: It's not chicken. And the, the look that Sabrina has, I think, is her best moment in the whole show.
1: She just to keep eating it.
0: Yeah. She sort of, like, looks like she's sort of vomiting in her yeah. mouth. Like, and she looks really sad. I've got to
1: say, that's a fake vom. Yeah. Is probably one of your favourite... <laughs> tropes in these movies and things. Caitlin Olsen does that Caitlin all Olsen's the time. And, and it's always sunny. Do you remember the episode there's an episode of the Mick Later where Ben, the youngest child, <laughs> swallows something he shouldn't and there's a rather drawn out scene of Caitlin Olsen's character trying to make him throw up.
0: <laughs> it sounds so bad when you just say it out.
1: Yeah. But but
0: it's hilarious.
1: It's hilarious, but it it almost made me sick watching it as well.
0: Well don't they like was, don't they pour a bowl of vodka in his in his mouth? No, they just like, oh, I thought they tried to make him drink alcohol or th- to make him
1: throw up. They think about it, yeah. Oh but God, no! Oh, oh, I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to spoil it because it's
0: uh, hilarious
1: we- and disgusting and like just so smart of a scene. Were-
0: yeah. When we were reading the reviews earlier, one of the comments that people made the reason that they didn't like the show was because it's got child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you look back on it, and you have that in your mind, you're like, actually,
1: yes, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but. I don't know. It's funny. It's, not it, that child it, abuse is funny. We can don't child abuse. No. <laughs> but, it's,
1: but it's done in a way where it's not really.
0: She obviously cares about these kids a yeah. lot. She sort of makes out throughout the whole thing that it's a chore for her. But she obviously cares about them. Yeah, And she tries her best. She's never had kids herself. No. She doesn't know how to look after kids.
1: But there's a, a scene in this episode where Alba tells her, Alba's the housekeeper, she tells her that her sister likes to sleep in as well. Yeah. So obviously it's the same level of care they're getting beforehand.
0: Yeah, well it's insinuated that their actual mother doesn't really care about them. Yeah. There's because at the start, when they're at the party, her little son Ben comes up and he's got a nosebleed.
1: He does have a nosebleed and then she just says ew. She's
0: like, ew <laughs> and then she just sort of hands her off to Alba and is like, Oh, take care of this. So yeah, I love, she's I love
1: that bit as well because he says, Thank you, Alba in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then his mum says, Oh, it's so cute, they've got their own language. Oh my god So fantastic
0: That's such a trope though This show is kind of made up of comedic tropes That we've seen before But but it's done differently Done done better Done better and done cleverly Um, Did you want to talk about your favourite Sabrina scene?
1: My favourite scene with Sabrina Is um, after Mick first meets her It's obvious that she's going to be Very very difficult to deal with And she's trying to go Like leave the house and go to a party And Mick's like just stay here Because it'll be easier to take care of you Sabrina doesn't listen to her, so she's about to leave. Uh, and Mickey's sitting at the table drinking a green liquid. <laughs> she tells her that it's absinthe and asks her if she wants to have, like, wants to party. So they start drinking absinthe. Sabrina tells Mickey that she can't, there's no way she's going to be able to drink her under the table. And then as she stands up, she falls back in her chair because Mickey's actually given her NyQuil. <laughs> And she's drunk about, what, like six shots of yeah. NyQuil?
0: And there's like a cocktail <laughs> of sleep medication in this. Yeah. Here we go. Here's another child abuse.
1: <laughs> Definitely. So, you can't
0: just drug your children to make yep. them comply with you.
1: Yeah, I know. But he gives us one of Mickey's best lines, like, don't worry about me, I can handle my quill.
0: You <laughs> can handle my quill. And then she's, like, then she's like, let's get you into your jams. Yeah, <laughs> into
1: your jams. <gems. laughs> just picks her up.
0: Yeah. And puts her to bed. Oh. And then um, she's been drinking it as well. So before Sabrina passes out, she's like, But you've been drinking it as well. And yeah, yeah, that's why she's like, I can handle my quill. But then you see later that she's just splayed out on the bed, yeah. like in her clothes on top of the doona just yeah. like
1: She wakes up just like <gasps> and then she <laughs> just starts running.
0: <laughs> that is one of two or three times where she wakes <laughs> up from like a drug or alcohol haze, like she's just come back to from the dead. Yeah. Just like <gasps> <laughs> it's hilarious. It oh, Caitlyn Olsen's so funny. <laughs> so we'll move on to Chip. We're gonna have a Chip. You wanna talk about who Chip is?
1: So Chip's the older son or the middle child. Way way too into into money, like into being rich and mm, status. Yeah. So he says that he's gonna sue the FBI for ta- for arresting his parents.
0: He wants to sue everyone. He
1: wants sue everybody for everything. He tries to sue his bully. <laughs> For battery. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just doesn't know what is going on. So, do we... We have the same favourite scene for him, though, yeah. I think, in this episode. So, do you want to...
0: His plotline is that he's getting bullied at school. And you sort of see that when Mickey drops him off at school. This bully comes up and is sort of like... Ugh. He's trying to talk to a girl and...
1: He's kind of like, what?
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just like some bully comes up and interrupts him trying to talk to this girl. And then and then Mickey just sort of says, You know what you gotta do? You gotta pull down his pants in front of everyone yep. and point at his what is
1: it? His tiny, wiener and, laugh. It is tiny yeah. wiener
0: and laugh. So he proceeds to for some reason take this advice. Yep. <laughs> and pull down this guy's pants and point at his tiny wiener, which yep. turns out to not be a tiny wiener.
1: Yeah. But when he arrives home, his nose, is, his blood, his face is covered in blood. Yeah. Obviously coming from his nose. And <laughs> it turns out that when he did pull the kid's pants down, the kid had a giant dick.
0: <laughs> so now the girl that he was trying to, like, impress yeah. knows that this guy, this other guy has a huge dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it was, it so was humongous! It was,
1: humo- it was like he didn't beat me with it. <laughs> but, like, what does he say? He's like, oh, now she knows that he's got the raddest dong in the whole school. <laughs> it's <was> like... <laughs> Jesus.
0: And but, then what does Mickey say? Oh yeah,
1: um, so one of Mickey's sister's friends comes to the house to check on them. And she sees the chip is bleeding. <laughs> and we'll go through this later. But she says, What happened to him? And Mickey's response is, Oh, I got beat up for checking up some guy's wiener
0: <laughs> <laughs> So Oh man, so many good lines. It just
1: it just flows and it's just yeah, straight away, the, the bang, comedic bang, timing
0: bang. is just perfect.
1: There's never dead air in this. In, it's so
0: good. In Unlike our podcast, there's never dead air. There's
1: never dead air. Yeah.
0: Next character is Ben. So he's the little, the little kid. Yeah. The I don't know how old he, he's going to school though. So he must be like, I'm really bad at guessing kids' ages.
1: Well, it's six. But it's especially hard in TV shows because you know, kids can be played by kids, but when they get to teenagers, they're played by people with thirty-five and over. So this is true. It's quite difficult.
0: I like that meme that I sent you of... What's his name from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Ter-
1: Terry Crews with a sign on that says, I'm an eight-year-old boy. Eight-year-old boy. <laughs> boy.
0: And like, the caption is when adults play teenagers in yeah. TV shows or something. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. We'll post it on our Instagram or Twitter. So you yeah. can have a look at it. I really wow. like that. It's so true. So Ben is... Yeah, the, he's the youngest boy. His plot line revolves around him and Mickey. He skips school. Mickey says... Just ditch school. We'll, you know, we'll hang out today. And they end up in the park and there's a little ice cream truck. And she's like, do you want to get some ice cream? And he's like, I can't eat ice cream. My mom says I'm allergic.
1: Yeah. yeah she's, she's just projecting her eating disorders onto you. Yeah.
0: So she she doesn't have any money. So she sets a bin on fire so that, <laughs> so that the ice cream man goes to try and put out the bin fire. And then they just like rack some ice cream. Yeah. And the kid's like, I would have paid for ice cream. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't want you to break your piggy bank for me. Yeah. And then he pulls out this black card, like yeah. his credit card, and she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then they proceed to just go shopping and buy heaps of stuff. And they rock up back home, and they've got all these bags. And they, there's and like he's this... in a
1: full pale blue Adidas tracksuit. Yeah, it's so good. Eating ice cream, huge aviators on. And they walk into the house in slow motion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's my favorite scene because I just reckon the little boy. He looks so cute, he's like so all good. dressed up. And <laughs> yeah, I love that. It turns out that he's actually is allergic to ice cream yeah. <laughs> and he comes out with this huge like, I don't know, his face just swells up. Yeah. He looks so gross. Yeah. Can I have some more ice cream? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I feel like this whole podcast is just us just laughing the whole time. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the show and just, it's uh, even, it's
1: one of those shows, even just talking about it.
0: Yeah. It's so good.
1: Just so funny.
0: We should watch some after this.
1: Yeah, we probably will.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Alba?
1: So Alba. Alba is the maid. Stereotypical Spanish maid. Yeah. Really. But such a great addition. So Mickey tries to be Alba's friend. That's her goal. It's like she's not the maid. She's an equal family member and she will like will treat her with respect. So Mickey tries to convince her to go with her for a swim. But Alba can't swim and she's afraid of water. <laughs> Which of course moves on to one of the most real scenes I've seen in one of these comedies like this. So Mickey's in the pool and Alba's trying to bring her a drink and she's afraid of going near the water and when she gets close enough, Mickey grabs her and tries to pull her in the water and Alba's quite a big lady. (laughs) And she just runs away screaming (laughs) and it's just so perfectly done. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's so believable. I really... I thought it was great.
0: My favourite scene of Alba, though, was... We were talking about it earlier when the friend, the neighbour, comes over. Yeah. And sees all the kids in disarray. Yeah. Because you've got you've got Chip with his bleeding nose. You've got Ben with his crazy, yeah. like, allergic reaction face. And I don't, Sabrina doesn't look she's weird. Just, she's just
1: leaving. But yeah. she tells the security that uh, Mickey doesn't live there. Yeah. She doesn't know who she is.
0: So then the security guard gets out his taser. And he's like, I'm going to tase you.
1: I love that as well. Yeah, <laughs> you better report too, because mum has got a hide tolerance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's obviously just taken so many drugs and drunk yeah. so much alcohol that she's just immune to sleeping <laughs> tablets, tasers, like whatever gets thrown at her. That's so still... he he goes to tase her, but accidentally tases the neighbour. Yeah. So she <laughs> falls to the ground.
1: security guard says that he's going to call the police. And Alba smashes him over the head with a vase. <laughs> so good. <laughs> knocks him out. So they're both unconscious. And then Alba says, I don't like these people, but I like you. Mm. So you go and I'll take care of them. And he says, what do you mean take care of them? She's like, I'll just take them home and like make sure they're okay. <laughs> okay, thought, good. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah, good. good. She <laughs>
0: thought that she was going to like... You she's going to bury their bodies. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a really good addition. The other sort of main character, he becomes more important in later episodes. This yeah. episode, he's got a pretty small part, but...
1: I think I like him in this episode more than any of the others.
0: Yeah, he's pretty annoying actually. In the other episode, he's
1: just sort of there.
0: Yeah, so his name's Jimmy, and he's Mickey's sort of boyfriend. Yeah. So he drives her to the party at the start. Yeah. And then he thinks that he's invited to the party too, and goes to get out the car, and she's like, "No, no, no, just wait in the car."
1: It's a, it's a, it's a shocking car. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's got one headlight, maybe like three square feet of paint still on it.
0: Yeah. Well, they're obviously both like. Pretty, they're poor yeah, like, they're, they're poor and they're both kind of dregs of really. society yeah. um, so his best scene is so when the FBI rocks up Yeah. to arrest the husband she tries to run away because she thinks that they're hey, after Mickey,
1: Mickey runs because yeah, of course she does she
0: thinks they're after her for some reason yeah. and he also thinks Jimmy also thinks that they're after him Yeah. so they're both like clambering to like escape this party before the FBI arrests them she jumps through a bush <laughs> which yeah. is really good just physical comedy. I just love physical comedy. She knows what to do. Yeah. And so she runs out onto the road and he's trying to drive away and ends up hitting her. Yeah. And she kind of like rolls off the hood. Yeah. And then he's like, oh shit. And he, he sees her. Like yeah. he sees that he's just run over his girlfriend, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh shit. And just drives off. He just drives off. And she's <laughs> just on the road. Like he's just hit her in a car and just drives off. So that's probably his best bit in, in the episode. And that's pretty much his only bit. I do. It's like just driving to the party and then hitting her. And I do
1: like when they get to the party. And they're talking about how he's not coming in with her. He drove her there so that she could drink. Yeah. And then she starts drinking out of a random bottle. And he tells her that it's gas. (laughs) Why do you have gas in
0: a juice bottle?
1: (laughs) Just because he doesn't want to pay the gas prices in this ritzy neighbourhood. Oh, so good. But the way that she gets him to stay in the car is also funny, I think. Oh yeah, she, she just see, turns on the radio. She just, she just turns on the radio and tells him to listen to the game. Yeah, and the second it starts, he's just like, "Shh, shh everyone, everyone, shut up, shut up!" And she's already left, <laughs> yeah. like she's gone. He's just yelling at himself.
0: He's just happy to sit in the car and own. listen to baseball. I think it's baseball they're listening to. How did you listen to baseball? That would be so boring. <laughs> I mean, it's let alone the same as any other
1: sport but on let let the alone radio.
0: Watching it, listening to baseball on the radio. Oh my god,
1: mate! For any of our fans who also like baseball. We will miss you. So,
0: we're not really into sport. No. Um, I cannot think of anything worse than listening to a sport on the radio. There's often times though when you get into an Uber or a cab and they're listening to like the footy on the radio. Yeah. God, that drives me crazy. <laughs> anyway, now we move on to the star of the show, Mackenzie, Mickey. The best scene in the entire episode and probably the entire show that we've seen so far.
1: There are very close seconds, but this combined a lot of things that we really liked. We're back to the montage.
0: She's settling into the house, mm. using the pool, she goes through her sister's closet, ends up putting her sister's wedding dress on. Yeah. It's just like beautiful dress. Yeah. And she's drinking red wine in it. Yeah.
1: Obviously she's destroyed. Yeah. Like she's <laughs> she's wasted. cut as.
0: She is cut. And there's like this huge Curved staircase, you know, that rich people have.
1: The rich people's staircase,
0: yeah. Yeah, with like a huge banister. And she comes out in this wedding dress holding a glass of red wine. And for some reason, she decides to slide down the banister. She's just cut as, mate. So she starts sliding down the banister. She drops the glass of wine on the floor and it yep. smashes everywhere. Yeah. And she falls off the banister, rolls in the wine, yeah. <laughs> and just passes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so perfectly shot. I love how she she literally rolls in yeah. the wine. She does a full, like, you know, 360 roll over this glass of wine. So the whole, not even just one side of the wedding dress would be covered, the entire wedding dress would be covered in red wine.
1: Yeah. And then we have our second fantastic wake. Oh, yeah. And the kids are standing around her. They're wondering if she's dead. And then we have the wake up scares the shit out of all the kids. <laughs> she says, oh, what's what should we do for dinner? And they said, it's time to go to school. Like, you've been on the floor since yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) We just ate breakfast. And she's like, oh, maybe I'll drive you to school. (laughs) Yesterday got away from me.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) I need to get out of the house. Yesterday kind of got away from me there. And she's just just been passed out on the floor for literally, like, she probably passed out at what, while they were at school. So maybe 1pm the day before. (laughs) And then she's been passed out until the next morning.
1: Yeah. They haven't thought to wake her up. She's in a white wedding yeah. dress, in a pile, <laughs> of, in a puddle there. of red wine. They're like, nah, <laughs> <So good. laughs> that's fine. Just walk around her. It's all good.
0: <laughs> well, that pretty much does. I think we covered all the most important scenes. It's not
1: a really long episode.
0: No, it's only twenty minutes. It's a twenty-minute sitcom comedy show.
1: Yeah, but if you if you did watch it before, lucky you. <laughs> if you didn't watch it before, luckier you, because if you go away from this and you watch it. I wish I was you. Yeah. I wish I hadn't seen it.
0: Even though we've told you all the funniest bits, we can't do it justice. You have to watch it. Caitlin Olsen just brings this to life. Yeah. She is so funny.
1: She's so good. If you are a fan of It's Always Sunny and you haven't heard of the Mick, get onto it straight away. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's brilliant.
0: So we'll go on to some ratings, I think.
1: We're going to go ratings?
0: Who was your favourite character? Oh my god. You have to say Mickey, right?
1: Yeah. From From episode one, it's Mickey.
0: Yeah. She's she, fantastic.
1: Everything you want.
0: <laughs> okay, so if if Mickey wasn't included in it, yeah, who would be your favorite?
1: Oh, it's really hard, cause I just I hate them all. Probably Ben, the little boy. Yeah, the shroud of innocence for the whole thing. Whatever happens to him, you can understand. But they can just push him to the ends of the earth. You know what I mean? Like he just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you get the
0: feeling that these kids would grow up and be serial killers? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, in like Harvest, especially Chip. Yeah. Like, I think that, you know, Sabrina could just marry somebody rich.
0: Yeah, and and she'd not, be so
1: And just not do anything. If Chip didn't have any money, it'd be done. It'd be done. <laughs> forever. Just go out murdering strippers and stealing their skin. Oh gosh. Just forever.
0: It's a bit rough. I think one of the other things that people have said about the show is that they feel like they don't relate to any of their characters. And they just hate all the characters, so they can't get into the show. I wouldn't want to relate to any of those characters. No, (laughs) exactly. I don't understand why that's a point that people use as a negative for the show. It's like, oh, well, I can't, you know, feel any empathy for the characters. Like, they're all shit people. And it's like, that's the point.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to. If you felt empathy for them, the show would be sad. Yeah. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to laugh because these people with awful personalities who are just terrible humans... I copied it.
0: Yeah. And it makes you feel better about your life. <laughs>
1: yeah. But you...
0: Like at least I'm not like
1: that. Yeah. But you feel alright for them when things turn out alright just because the hardships are so ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Ratings of the actors. What do you think of the acting in this?
1: Oh, they're so good. Yeah. They're so I reckon... Good. Even the kids are great.
0: The little boy is really good as well. He's super young.
1: But he doesn't do... He doesn't have to do anything because he's a little kid. Yeah. They're not going to push him and push his acting, especially later. Like, he he barely ever changes his face.
0: What would you rate the acting in this? It's Nine? not
1: It's not a drama.
0: Yeah, it's not like you really have to be that good at acting.
1: No, it's, you have to be good at overacting. Yeah. So, like, maybe an eight? Yeah. Because what they do, for what they do, they're amazing.
0: Yeah. And what about hashtag fashion? It's bad. The wedding dress is beautiful, though, I've just <laughs> got to say. Okay.
1: When Mickey's dressed like trash, yeah. they're dressed like she's, trash. She's
0: purpo- purposely dressed like trash the entire yeah. time. She wears a lot of plaid. Yeah. Like, like little denim cutoff shorts and when stuff she, like that.
1: In the very start, she goes to the supermarket and she steals a bunch of stuff. And she's got pajama pants on <laughs> and like uh, a yellow shirt where the neck has been stretched all the way, almost, almost halfway down her body. Yeah. It's destroyed. So. She's
0: gone to the supermarket to get ready for her sister's party.
1: Hashtag fashion no bad <laughs> costuming fantastic yeah
0: but I have to say I do really like Sabrina's she wears like this white jumpsuit at one point the actress is beautiful yeah she's she's gorgeous mm. and she's you know super skinny and so she pretty much looked good in anything she wears this beautiful white jumpsuit and that was probably my favorite outfit in the whole thing so fashion what would you give it
1: Well, it's not my rating is it It's your rating well, I enjoyed it
0: and also you know the little kid in his little suit yeah. Very oh, cute. yes,
1: actually, yes. The full light blue very, very tracksuit. Cute. Fantastic. And I think
0: Mickey's wearing a fur as well when she comes <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, when they come out. Yeah. yeah. So I reckon the fashion's pretty cool. It goes with the plot. 9 out of 10.
1: Costuming, 9 out of 10. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and plot. I think it's kind of hard to do plot for a comedy show.
1: Yeah. But Especially for do. a single... Like, this is the intro of characters.
0: Yeah. And you do get a little plot with each of the kids, which yeah. is kind of cool.
1: But the, the plot, they give it... All to you, though. Like, not a lot happens. The story's not very long, but they give you the entire plot in the first episode. Rich family, dropkick child, rich people in the family are arrested, dropkick child has to look after rich kids. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, it sums it up for you 110% straight away.
0: It's a simple plot. We've seen it before. As I said before, it's all made up of tropes that we've seen before, but is done really well, I think. Yeah. So you can't really give a really good rating for the plot, because... It's not that original. No, but it's, I'll give it's, it a di- it's,
1: it's digestible. 7 out of 10. Yeah, Okay. What? 7 out of 10. <laughs> Digestibility.
0: <laughs> and overall, I would probably oh, get it 11. eleven. 11 out of 10.
1: <laughs> For what it is, it's everything you need.
0: Yeah, it pushes the boundary of comedy just enough. Because we, we are really not that into super offensive comedy.
1: No, racism and sexism... I don't find don't that Don't do funny. It, Homophobia. No. Don't do it. This goes in just the perfect direction. hmm It doesn't offend people. It's not out to offend you. As I said, dumb people written by intelligent people.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crude, so if you're not into crude humour, you probably won't enjoy it, but... I'd still say try. Yeah. Like,
1: if it's not for you, you can always watch It's Always Sunny, and maybe that'll warm you to the idea.
0: But... <laughs> I think It's Always Sunny is a bit more confronting than The Mick, though.
1: Yes. It's less crude out now, but some of the things that happen are a bit more confronting. Mm. (laughs) So it really depends on what you're into. But you should watch them both.
0: So we've actually decided to start a new segment.
1: Kate's fantastic idea.
0: (laughs) So I thought that maybe we'd read out a funny review on the show that we found on the internet.
1: Yeah, so the funniest review that we found on the internet, we'll read it out each week. Who doesn't like a funny review? Really. (laughs) I I actually
0: (laughs) love reading reviews. It's one of the first things I do when I... Find a new show. I yeah. go through and have a look at what people have said. I don't know. Like, everyone's got different opinions. And I never really agree with reviews. Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I can understand that. There was a lot of negative reviews about this show.
1: The people who write reviews are not those kind of people. Like, if you're doing a review for The Mick, you probably didn't like it.
0: Yeah. Critics mm. hate this show. Oh, yeah. But the bit. audience loves it more the, than not.
1: The set audience
0: for it. So it did really bad with critic reviews, but. It did.
1: Beware the audience.
0: Yeah. So I've got this review here. I found it on Rotten Tomatoes by Wise Man. <laughs> it says Warning if you are watching this show, you may also be susceptible to telephone scams or emails about your Nigerian inheritance. <laughs> Clearly, someone is asleep at the wheel at this network or is trying to capture that 20 to 45 imbecile demographic. That's the review
1: Three and a half stars
0: Three, No, no, that's the next one Oh, He didn't leave a star rating, he just wrote that
1: It's terrible, zero so, stars
0: <laughs> So apparently we are part of that 20 to 45 imbecile demographic cause What do you mean it.
1: my Nigerian cousins Doesn't have my inheritance
0: <laughs> What are you talking about?
1: Wise man
0: I don't think I'm susceptible to scans Really? No I've I'm got, not
1: I've got $20, I'll pay you $10 for $20
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) Scammed. So is that all we've got for today?
1: Yeah, this one's a bit shorter, but the episode was quite short, and we didn't want to go through every single thing that happened. Because really, it would just be retelling jokes when it comes to the mix.
0: Yeah, and that's not funny.
1: No. It's a brilliant, brilliant show, and you should definitely check it out.
0: The next show we're going to do might be American Gods.
1: Yep. Pretty excited for that. We really want to watch American Gods, but we knew we had to do... The Mick and give it a go for this. So we thought we put off doing it, watching American Gods so that we could do it as our next episode. So episode three, American Gods pilot. Really excited. Now we can watch it today.
0: Yay! Yes, but also <laughs> want to watch more of The Mick before that. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. You can check us out on Instagram. We're Pilot Era Podcast, and we're also on Twitter at Pilot Era Pod. Send us. Comments on what you think about the Mick and about our podcast.
1: Send us anything you want, really, like, <laughs> just whatever.
0: Right, bye.
1: Bye, guys.